Hello, I'm Andrew Hara, the host of The Bomb Squad. I wanted to tell you about my movies. All are available on Tubi, which is a free streaming service. The last ones is a zombie drama about how a pandemic and isolation could drive a group of people mad. When the virus hits, John finds himself alone and scared until he meets Michael, his protector. But when Karina, another survivor, enters the mix, everything that John and Michael knew will be turned on its head. The last one is a zombie virus movie that's somehow even more relevant today. Plus, it has zombies. Check it out. Borderland is a mexploitation film about living in El Paso. When Sarah finds herself in debt to the cartels, she has until sunrise to find some missing monies with the help of her executioner. Borderland is a true midnight movie and a lot of fun. Finally, the documentary Humble Spirits tells the story of the Hahn family, including champion Jennifer Hahn from El Paso, Texas. The entire Hahn family has grown up in the combat sports and has helped shape who they are both in and out of the ring. Humble Spirits, a family of fighters, is the perfect documentary for boxing fans of all ages. Check out Tubi to watch all my films. And now, let's start the show. Hello, welcome to a special Friday or Saturday morning edition of The Bomb Squad. If it's being released on a Friday or Saturday, you know that one thing is happening. It's a podcast exclusive of a new release. And we're playing an even specialer game called Let's See If We Can Outrace Andrew's Edible before he finishes the podcast. <laughs> you start slurring all yeah. of your words. Yeah, I'm going to be like, wait, what? The fucking alien? Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and also we got the whole, we got all the boys back together. Wow. This should be fun times. Although I guess from your perspective, you have only heard us because we haven't done guests yet. But anyway, it's <laughs> fine. Uh, so today we have a very special movie. We have 20... 22's Prey, the next sequel in the Predator franchise, directed by Dan Trackenberg, written by Jan Trackenberg and Patrick Aizon, and starring Amber Midhunter, Dakota Beavers, and pretty much those are the only two. There's a lot of other people, but they don't. It's a Predator movie. You know what's going to happen to Mid Thunder, Mid Thunder, not Mid Hunter. Mid Thunder. Well, she's also a hunter. Let's say that's her role. That's right. Yeah. And she does not play. That's not her her name in the movie. Um, so, Josh, give us a brief rundown of what this movie's about. Uh, a young Comanche woman runs Josh, a foul of a predator. You cannot start talking while you start scratching. <laughs> I, I cannot take that out. And if it's the plot synopsis, the plot synopsis has to go into the video form. Let's try this. Okay. A young Comanche woman runs afoul of a predator. Yeah, so, yeah pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, what is this, the fifth movie of the Predators? Because you have Predator no, 1. Yeah, 1 and 2, Predators, and then the, the Predator, predator. Mm-hmm. and then and the, the Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2. So this is like so this seven. Is seven. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, it's and, the third okay. good one. Before we jump into it, before we jump into our opinions, I love the Predator. I like, I really like part one and part two. Um, I kind of like Predators. Also, I was going to say, well, I'll, I'll let, I'll finish. And then the other, the Aliens versus Predator, I don't like those movies that much. Uh, what do you guys, what are your guys' ranking, or like, what do you think of the series? Um, I mean, Predator 1, obviously a classic. Um I haven't seen Predator 2 in so long that I might as well have not seen it, probably. <laughs> um, I think I saw whichever Predator had Adrian Brody. And yeah. I, I didn't see the one that was made by, I think, did Shane, Shane Black. Black make one? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that one. But yeah. number one is awesome. The one that had Adrian Brody yeah. was like, okay, I don't remember too much from it. That's about all I've got. Good job. Did you see the Aliens vs. Predator ones? Oh, yeah. I saw those like in junior high, and they were okay at the time. I wasn't really too aware of yeah, like either franchise whatever. that much. Yeah. yeah. Josh? Um, I think, yeah, first Predator classic, 10 out of 10 film. That Don't change a thing. Yeah. Second one, I liked, but I almost feel like uh, the second one's almost like a great cast, and it doesn't quite like get there as a movie. I don't know. It's like... 
oh, flawed but good. It and doesn't live up to its expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like it's been diminishing returns ever since. Like the Alien vs. Right. Spider movies are just, you know, pretty like bad, whatever. Just yeah. Straight up horror movies. Um, right. The Shane Black one is almost worse when you know he made it because you're like, well, you wrote the first one and it was really good. Why did <laughs> well, he didn't know? He, he didn't write the first one. He just did touch ups. Um, I didn't know that. And, That's cool though. Yeah. And he, so, he's like, in it too, right? Yeah. He's the first guy who gets killed with the glass. And the reason that he oh, plays wow. that character is because they wanted him to do touch ups on the script, but they were, they had already started filming. And so they were like, Oh, just come on board, and then you can do touch-ups while we're filming. So that's why Shane Black is in that movie. And Shane Black, in case you didn't know, is a G's. You got a big pussy guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's telling the bad jokes. Oh, that's so. Funny. He's, the f- he's the only one who doesn't have like a bicep bigger than a normal person's head. Basically. And to connect it to his new movie, the new Predator that he made also doesn't have any jokes. It's just full of bad attempts. Mm. <laughs> So was it pretty yeah, bad? But, was it pretty foul? The one that he made? Oh, it's it is it is like I don't like to disparage films. Sure. And this is the whole point of this podcast, but it is one of the worst films. It almost mm. feels like he wrote it as a joke or ironically, and it just doesn't mesh at all. It doesn't like fit the Predator franchise. It doesn't fit like his own thing. It's just like this weird in between. It just doesn't work huh. on any level. Predators is also like not good. I don't know. It's it's a good cast, and then you're like, you did nothing with this like premise. Well, that with was Predators, like, yeah, I remember watching it, and I didn't like it at all, and then I watched it, oh, and then I read a bunch of Predator comics, and I was like, you know what, Predators isn't that bad. In comparison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah. better than like Alien versus Predator Requiem or whatever, but I'm like, what's the scale we're judging these on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so like that is the thing, for a long time, even Predator 2... <laughs> Like, they were all built on this scale where they're like, well, yeah, it's not that bad, but it, they've never been, like, great, especially in comparison to the first one. So there's a lot to build up for this movie. But, okay, so now that we've kind of gone over the history of it, what did you guys think of this film? I mean, I thought it was okay. I thought, like, I was pretty excited for it. I thought the trailer was really cool. I thought that it was, like, cool how they were kind of marketing it. And like not putting Predator in the title, really. Um, yeah. and I thought it started off pretty good, but I think that what's like really hard is that like you have these, you know, Comanche tribes out in the woods, and you have Predator, and it's like from what I know about Predator, he can like kind of pull off a lot of shit really fast, and yeah. I feel like they were having like a really hard. Well, I don't know. For me, it was hard to like believe that these people like stood a chance at all against predator and like i don't know whenever they were fighting it just kind of felt like they were like filling in like the action scenes with like space to like purposely not allow the predator to like get close enough to people or something i don't know it, it yeah. kind of felt like it was too hard for regular people to fight the predator and i i couldn't buy it and that kind of that kind of hinges the whole movie on that in my opinion <laughs> it makes it hard to I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was weird. I, I walked away from it feeling like I didn't really watch a movie in a way. I felt really yeah, strange I, about it. I definitely get that feeling. I liked it, but I, yeah, I do have a lot of caveats onto that. Like yeah. that, I liked. Yeah. You know, like it's good, but well, and yeah, to speak on that, they kind of like set up that this predator like will let them get real close to them before he like attacks because he's kind of taunting them, which is yeah. cool. But also it does kind of feel like, I feel like when I saw the trailer, I thought it was going to be a lot of like her fighting the predator in the woods and like getting the upper hand. But a lot of the scenes are just kind of like the original predator, but with like Native Americans. But the problem is in the original predator, they had giant machine guns. So it would (laughs) make sense that the predator would stay away or that, you know, like they would, they could clear some time and some ground where in this one, he could literally kill them at any time. Yeah, what <laughs> like I kind of I took what one. I took that to be, and I did note that too. I was like, well, obviously, if he flew his ship to Earth, he should have all the same stuff, you know, it's like you yeah. know, as the other predators. But 
it almost seemed like, oh, he's like deliberately not using like laser plasma. So, you know, it's like, oh, he's doing this on purpose to like give them a chance. Almost, and there was, like, yeah, there, there was a little bit of his creature design where if you look at it, especially in comparison to the other predators, it, it definitely seems like it took place in the past for him. Because like yeah. in the original Predator, they have like the big laser shoulder mounts that shoot real fast. And in this one, he has like a laser mount and uh, and then he pulls it out of his like where his claws are and he shoots like a, a like door. A yeah. Kind of yeah. And then like that's how he gets it, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But then he also has one of the cool things he has is this time he has like a shield, which oh, yeah. is pretty cool. It's a little yeah. bit ridiculous, but the Predator is always kind of on <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, and then, so, and, like, just in case you haven't seen this franchise, the Predators are an alien race who come to Earth to just kind of hunt the best Predators, to hunt humans. Um, and so they, they're they not, like, aliens. They're not trying to kill you for food. They just want to kill you for fun. So, <laughs> and I, like, so, and it starts, and you see, like, the Predator coming down. And I guess the implication is that this is the first Predator because a lot of the movie is spent... Uh, watching the predator hunt other predators like there's like one of the scenes which i think this scene was supposed to be like kind of dramatic but it came off a little bit ridiculous where like there's like a bug crawling on the predator's like invisible body because the predator can turn invisible and then like a rabbit gets it and then like a snake gets the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I, and I, I, it's like a nature documentary kind of like they're like, oh, yeah. Like, and, and I almost like a I feel rabbit like isn't gonna stop for a snake. Like, if, yeah. like you know the snake is here, but he's not gonna stop for a bug. Yeah, no, he, he's he's fucking around. That's yeah, that's his life. And oh, yeah, rabbit hands. And then there's like another scene where he hunts a wolf, and then he hunts a bear, and then he eventually gets to the humans. Um, so there is that like. There's that progression of him hunting animals, which I thought was cool, but also it comes off a little bit like silly. Cause when like when I when I see hunters, they don't like start off with little animals and work their way up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's not how So are you are you saying that like so whenever so this is like the first time the predators got to Earth and so by doing that they were like forming kind of like an inventory of like yeah people are like okay like let me hunt i mean i don't know if that's like definitive but it does no 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 they like it's implied but i don't think they wanted to make it a definitive answer gotcha and so in the midst of that you have like the main characters and you have amber mid-thunder and she's playing Nararu, and she's part of this comanche tribe and uh and she wants to like she's at the age where she can be like she has to like do this ceremony where you have to hunt something that'll hunt you, which again mm-hmm. is a little bit on the nose. Um, I know for sure. But and like <laughs> this cool is the thing, kind of schlocky at the same time. Yeah, which I liked, but it's also like, oh, what could this be? I know. <laughs> and like I liked her acting. I liked her character because she's stubborn. Like that's one of her character traits. Right. And I like that they make her like that, and I like that it's consistent the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. And it really adds to like, oh, she has to grow as a character because she like she wants to prove that she's just as good. Um, right. She has the raw talent, but she just hasn't really figured out how to like put everything. It's also kind of a gender roles thing. They're like, right, her, right. Her, her mom's like, why don't you be a gatherer instead? Yeah. It's not ah, that bad. medicine's so good. Yeah, you're so good at being a doctor. Well, and see, yeah. that's that's one of my. It's not a complaint, but it like. This movie does a very good job of establishing that she's stubborn. She like her brother is like kind of the alpha of the prime of the tribe. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to be like him, but she also wants to prove she's her own person. But they right. keep hammering like every conversation for the first 40 minutes is some guy telling her she's not good <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of that. You know, I do kind of wish I knew they weren't going to do this, but because the very beginning when they first start, it's just all in Comanche, like when they're talking. Yeah. And then they start talking to each other in English. I was like, oh man, I kind of wish they had the balls to just have it be fully in a language like nobody speaks. You know? I know. Well, they did, they did so dub cool. it in Comanche. You can watch it in Comanche if you want. Oh, see, I, I looked for that, but it only gave me the options of English and Spanish. They're like, oh. Maybe they haven't done it. They're like, you're too white for this option. You're not going to Yeah, do it, sorry, sir. So. Yeah. <laughs> you put in, you put this in Comanche. This option has been reserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, don't lie to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're not reading all those subtitles. 
And so, yeah, yeah, cool. and, yeah that would that is cool. And it is cool that they did that, even if Hulu's streaming service is up. Um, but yeah, so they have good character. I really like the brother character because he. Yeah, me too. They didn't play him like like they could have played him as a dick. He's played that's Dakota Beaver's character, and um, but no, he comes off as like he never seems to be annoyed with her, even when she's kind of annoying. Yeah, he's, he's totally he's, zen the whole time, no yeah. matter what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and like it makes a hundred percent sense that he would be the alpha of the tribe because like he never gets spooked. You know, he's always kind of like aware of his surroundings. Which again, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, right. And then he's also like he's whenever he mentions like there's I don't want to spoil anything but like he uses some of Naru's advice at some point in the movie but it's like he's he's humble enough to like recognize whenever he might not have all the answers too which is yeah. like a great leadership you know type thing yeah and I, also, I loved that his line whenever he was talking about um, how it's not about hunting it's about survival which I feel like like really goes into the theme like I thought that her brother character was like really really integral to the film it was really cool yeah yeah i was surprised and by this, that i it honestly is cool thought to die right away i know right yeah. yeah it is cool that he's like um well yeah he tells her that line that william just said where it's not about hunting it's about surviving because it immediately like sets a dynamic between the predator who's literally doesn't give a shit about like he's just taking their heads he doesn't use any part of their body and then the the tribe who's like uses everything and they, they don't like to kill things unless they absolutely need to. And so it right. does kind of set up that ideology uh, debate, even though it doesn't really go into it after that scene. Yeah. And yeah, so kind of would, like, like touch on stuff like that and like not really go too full into the mysticism of anything or like, I don't know. It, it kind of felt like, I don't know. I kind of thought that this movie could have been like longer in a way. Yeah. Like, it kind yeah. of felt like there were parts that like maybe got like, cut out which i feel like how like a lot of these movies yeah yeah like netflix movies movies, they all kind of feel like though you know yeah that's true tight 90 is not bad i I saw the gray man it was two hours and it felt like four and a half (laughs) oh yeah i heard that wasn't great (laughs) no it's it's not very good um well and that's the thing like and again i don't even think they needed to me at length but like i said so much of the opening is them like hammering home that the rest of the tribe thinks like the gender roles thing and it's like once you establish that we kind of understand and also if you have any idea of how the past works you kind of have an idea of yeah yeah how that works so like yeah i think i definitely think they could have spent more time like with like understanding the tribe and getting to know like more of the tribe as opposed to like just constantly reinforcing this this main uh ideology point which they don't really like it's not like it really comes into play other than to show that she's not taken seriously as a hunter. Yeah. But that's about all they do with it. Like, it's not like the predator thinks that she's, you know? Yeah. And she still gets to go on the trips. Like whenever she wants to go hunting, yeah. like she still just goes and no one stops her. Yeah. So it's they're like, they're not like that big dicks of a deal. about it, but they're like, not like really big dicks about it. They're like, I mean, yeah. all right, we'll just, we'll make comments the whole time. Right. They're just like yeah. super passive aggressive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're just like really home. Yeah. yeah. So and so she's the one who sees the predator ship at the beginning, and so she's the one who kind of has this, um, this idea of that th- there's something else out here because she she keeps getting these hints that there might be more. Like she finds a snake head or the skin mm-hmm. snake, and then she like sees she thinks she sees something or she hears something. Yeah, the Thunderbird. That, that, she that, that snake was still alive, yeah. by the way. I was like, wait, was the Predator skinning people alive? Jesus. No, well, yeah. no, because a snake, like, it'll, the body will still move even after you've cut off its head. Mm, that, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, like, you haven't it. seen that video of, like, the frog legs that are still kicking, even though they're just frog legs at a Japanese restaurant? Oh, just like a I muscle haven't. twitch, muscle spasm. Yeah, yeah. That, does, that, that sounds awful, though. I would not yeah, be able to do that. That's why I've never eaten frog legs. It's yeah. It's not going to happen. No tanks. Yeah. Okay, so she, yeah. And so eventually, like, well, and then the tribe runs into a French colony. Yeah. I was Which a little I, suspect yeah. on this. Because, Were they in Canada? Were well, they I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly yeah. where in like the continent they are, and I'm sure I know French people were around then, 
But this also felt like you remember the Revenant. Where yeah, he's like, I, yeah. There were so many Revenant vibes for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, he re- <laughs> and I, I feel like it's kind of a cop out to be like, hey, like you know, there's like, um, like in the Revenant, it was like, oh, the white English people are bad, but the French are really bad. I'm like, no, the English did much worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they they did much worse. This yeah. movie kind of does it again, where they're like, oh, let's make them French so we don't offend like the American audience. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not yeah. sure that that's the the thinking, but it kind of felt like to be like, well, we don't want them just speaking English because well, and I then also be felt terrible. yeah to that same kind of degree. I felt that there was a little bit of like, I know I signed up to see like Predator versus Comanche tribe. And so yeah. to add in this other element, it felt like, well, we can't have the Comanches do the whole movie. We gotta add someone else, you know. Like, yeah, it, it just felt weird. Like, I don't know if it was a marketing standpoint. Like, you can't just have a cast full of Comanches. You need like Americans or like white people. Or if it was like they just didn't have enough story there. But it definitely feels yeah. like a bit it's of a cop on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I I forgot all about the French people until just now. <laughs> oh, really? That's like the best. Well, okay, no. that's the tricky part because I think that's like the best action scene yeah. where he just kills like thirty of them. But it yeah. also is kind of like, well, why didn't he just kill like thirty of the Native Americans? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, he, why is he effortlessly killing all these people? You know, yeah. Uh, with one scene, and then he's like, can't fight two of them at the same time, and like the next scene. And see, I think that that's one of the hard things about The Predator, because in the original, and it's something that a lot of the sequels forget, the Predator hunts you one by one. So he kind of tries to get you alone and tries to, like, get so it's only you that he's picking off. Where in every other Predator sequel, there's always a scene where the Predator just jumps in and kills a bunch of people at the same time. And it's like, it doesn't really do that. But on the... (laughs) But on the other hand... It was the coolest scene in the movie. Yeah, there was the part yeah. where he, like, he like put the fan or the the shield up to like someone's head, then like turned the shield on and like blew the guy's head off, which was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cut it off. That's yeah. literally the scene that I'm talking because that part yeah, yeah. once he because you see him do the shield and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool that he has a shield, and then he like grabs a guy and does the shield again, so it cuts off his head. Yeah. and I was like, oh, never mind, that fucking rock. Fucking badass. He also does like this for like the net that just gets smaller and smaller. Like, oh cuts yeah, you. I'm like, oh god, that that's crazy. horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had that net in Predator. He has that net in Predator too, but we've never seen it go all the way where it turns him into a ball of mush. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was like electrified or something. They're like, "Ow, oh, I'm uncomfortable," but no, it, it keeps on going. You up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I did, I, I did enjoy that scene. I, I just feel like they could have used white, like British colonials, and well, I a see. I, more. Yeah. I yeah. think they could have used another tribe if they had to bring in a whole group of other people, or just like, yeah, done that with that. Like, I don't know. And like, they capture her, so it does make sense in the story because you find out that they have an idea that there might be a predator. Yeah, and so they're kind of been hunting it, and they they kind of run into this tribe and they grab her, and so they know that she kind of figures out that there's a predator. So they're trying to get any information out of her, and while they're trying, like while the tribe is trying to rescue her, that's when the predator comes and murders everyone. It's also like yeah. a weird scene after that where he's like killed like almost all like the French colonists, and then one of the guys whose like leg got cut off is like, oh, I'll tell you how to use a pistol if you like heal my leg um yeah like tend to me but it's like i feel like she could have just like watched them and learn how to use a pistol i don't know that was a weird bartering scene to me like it's like i feel like she wouldn't need these instructions if she just saw someone do it and she was like watch i don't know it was that was a weird character beat for me if that makes sense yeah no i could see that for sure it definitely was something else too about just like you know having these different tribes of people and just like the people in general like the, the the tribe back at home like I never really felt like they were like in any danger. Like I didn't really feel like there was like yeah. any danger in the movie, except if you were like literally fighting openly engaging predator. Right. And it's like I feel like in Predator One, it was like they were army guys and they could pull shit off. But I still felt like really worried about them the whole time. And but like in this one, I felt like like the first like like when they break into Act Two, it's just like Naru going through the forest and like kind of getting caught in some like natural traps. Like yeah. not even like really fighting the predators, so it was kind of like it. I feel like it, like it took like a long time to like really kind of get anything going. And at least in Predator One, they like go and like blow up a whole warehouse. But in right. this one, they just kind of like were just kind of hanging out. It kind of felt like for a lot of it. 
That does, and I hadn't thought about that until you brought it up. But yeah, that does make that is an important thing because in yeah, in the original, like you said, like the whole first half of the movie is showing Arnold and his group being a bunch of badasses. So it would a make sense that like once the like you understand how deadly the predator is because he's just like getting through these guys who are supposed to be the best. But then right. also it shows a clear motivation of like the they don't attack the predator first. The predator just decides to attack them because he wants to kill them. Where in yeah. this one, I don't remember. Like I I know he goes after the bear and the snake and the wolf. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember why he starts going after the people. It just kind of feels like they're just all in the same area and they just kind of fight. And if the the tribe or the French people can get out of that area, the predator won't really follow them. Right. It was like weird yeah, and landing on the they predator. They kind of do. Like the, the rest of the tribe like has left at that point. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is weird. I don't know. And it's also, I mean... It's also almost a promise that Predator, it was like the best of the best, like elite special forces, like with Arnold as the leader, like the greatest action hero of our age. And then it's just like, well, you can't really go up from here. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. tough for any sequel, you know? Yeah. Right. That's and I feel like it kind of makes sense what James Cameron does in Terminator 2, because Terminator 1 is like very much like a slasher film, but it's perfect. Yeah. And so James Cameron like knew like, oh, I can't do the same formula because it's not going to be better than the movie I already made. And I feel right. like that's a little bit of the problem with the Predator movies is that this is like, I mean, if you take it beat by beat and you like remove all the descriptors, it's almost the exact same movie as Predator. Yeah, definitely. But Predator is perfect. <laughs> and so <laughs> right. like, the, they, like the way they establish the characters, the way they have the action it's all really, it's done so well. And so yeah. it's hard to not compare this to the original when it's constantly doing the same things. When they even, like, even says, like, if it bleeds, we could kill it. I'm like, Which I did yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Because they're tied up and he's like, if it bleeds, they could kill And I knew he was going to say it too. That's why I love you know, it. You know what part I actually liked um, is the, uh, I think he only does it once in this movie where he does the like sick predator jump land into frame. Oh uh, yeah. It, it, it reminded me because in the alien versus predator two, he will literally movie. enter every scene. He does it like oh, eight nice. times. He'll just, it's like, are you just finding tall things to leap off of? Yeah. yeah. This scene? There's, there's like uh, a part where they cut to him and he does it like to introduce him. And then they cut away and then they cut back and he does it again, even though he's in the same location. Yeah. He's a hobbyist, man. He likes yeah. jumps. He likes to fight multiple people now. That's, that's why he really dies because he, yeah, he's not he's not playing along. He's just skipping through the town. He's he's yeah. parkouring all over the place. <laughs> yeah. He's just a free running predator. Yeah. yeah, and so, but and like again, and that's another thing. I don't know. I I feel like the hunting aspect of this movie was a lot better done than the actual action scenes you know like the action scenes maybe it's because of the score and maybe again like this one is my fault but i wanted to hear the original predator score because it's like so famous and so Mm. this score was just kind of that generic marvel like sound in the background type of score and i just kind of was it didn't help the action and so I was just you're just kind of watching what's happening. And when the action isn't filmed that well, there was a lot of like really big wides in the action for no real reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a, yeah. a lot of the best scenes, like the shield scene, were done in a close-up. So it's like you know what looks cooler. I don't know why we keep cutting through these giant wides. Right. And there and I think one of the wides was like there was a part where uh the predator came down and Naru was like hiding behind a tree. Yeah, and then like the predator like aimed his laser at the tree and like it shot bolts into it, and then like Naru kind of like looks around the tree and like sees the bolt and like acts really surprised, and it kind of felt like it was supposed to be kind of like like a weird Pirates of the Caribbean moment where like a, like a sword hits a wall and like you look at it and you're all scared because it came like really close to your face, but it's just like these bolts just like hit a tree and it didn't really matter, but it was like they were trying to like make these kind of like kind of action moments happen. Yeah, like getting like lost in like yeah. how they shot it. Like it was like too hard to kind of follow exactly right. what was going on during those scenes. It was a weird. Yeah, there there were some. Yeah. Uh, 
there was one so there's one part during like where he's killing all the the colonial french where i'm like i can't tell if this is framed like this deliberately to make it a joke but they all try to shoot him and then it doesn't you know it's like he oh no that was a joke oh and then they all like just stand there slowly trying to to reload that was the only good time yeah they (laughs) used a lot i did laugh out loud i was like would you be running in the other direction yeah yeah Yeah. i just like the idea that like like in that moment you're reminded how long it took to like reload one of those (laughs) right (laughs) yeah battlefield like oh my god yeah and see that's the thing is like i feel like there's a lot of good in this and but like it's just kind of and it, there, it's not even like oh but there's a lot of bad it's more like there's just like a lot of like why did you do it this way when you could have done it like i know you can do some cool stuff why yeah. aren't you doing it all the time why are you saving it for specific times you know yeah it felt like rushed it felt like incomplete yeah. or something i don't know and but i don't like you know it's funny we had that like because we talked about riddick um which I'm, i don't know how, the, how these air in or out of order but uh Every yeah, it has not come out. Like, it's coming out this Wednesday, guys. No, oh, exciting. Nice. I'll listen. Kidding. Um, <laughs> but, no, no, like, you know how we talked about, like, oh, Riddick, it's like, it would have been so cool if it's just him surviving on this, like, savage planet yeah. for the whole yeah, movie. Yeah. But, but then they're like, no, we have to have the movie have other characters in it. And this almost felt the same, where it's like, totally. it's kind of cool when she's hunting. And then they're like, no, we got to put, like, white people in it with guns. And it's yeah. like, it's like... It's like someone's like, no, you have to like make it have like more of a plot than just someone alone. The woods, like, nah, you don't. You could have just done yeah. that. That would have been fun, and, you know? right? Because I feel like they were like trying to do something where it was like, like there was the part where the brother was telling Naru, like, if you kill the mountain lion, tell the mountain lion that it's his time to go. He's got to leave. And it's right. kind of like this like weird communication barrier between like the hunter and the prey. So it's like obviously the mountain lion can't hear what a human says, and then like. A human can't hear what a predator says, and then the French people and Comanches can't hear each other. So I feel like there was kind of like this communication theme going on, but I, I couldn't really ever figure out where that was like trying to go. Like it seemed like they were like setting something up with that, but because like because you, you didn't have any like we were just talking about, you didn't have any like subtitles <clears throat> for right. the French people. They just spoke French, and so it was kind of like this language barrier is going to be important, which I guess it kind of was, but it felt like they were like trying to get to a bigger point that maybe I dismissed, but. I See, and that I was going to go somewhere like just some kind of like big thing to say about communication. Maybe I don't. I don't even really know what I'm trying to say. No, I no, I agree no, with I you. It. It's I, almost it's, like it's like a hat. It's kind of a theme, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like, and maybe it's just because I just saw Nope, but like I, I feel the same way. Where I was looking for a theme in this movie, and there's really not one other than like believe in yourself yeah. and like don't let men get you down. Yeah. Um, but right, and like <laughs> Survive, that's fine. Yeah. And that's th- those are good themes. Don't get me wrong, like fighting yeah, nature totally. or whatever. That's a cool thing. But this movie, like I said, like by her, by the end of it, she hasn't learned. <laughs> like right, it do- it hasn't come into play the gender norms thing because the predator does not give a shit what gender you are. Yeah, and also, so like I'm, not, I'm still not really sure. Oh, go for it. Go for oh, it. Oh no, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I still don't even really know how she pulled off that last like stunt. Like, yeah, well, yeah it was like, I, like I she figures happens, out that like it. her medicine lowers your body temperature or it can't see you and that's kind of how right. it's like she she like oh, stays hidden from it right, yeah right 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 right, right now right. i don't know if it would actually lower your body temperature that much where you'd look the same as a dead body that yeah like movie magic to me but whatever yeah. you know it's, it's yeah. well and it's science. Yeah. it is it is kind of cool because in predator 2 um like in Predator One, the Predator sees people like through his mask. He sees your like heat visions, and that's how he can tell who's who and who's where. And then in Predator Two, they like kind of figure out like, oh, you got to if you cool your body, he yeah, can't get, see like, you. Suits. Yeah, yeah. So then he, oh. so then you like learn that the Predators have adapted, and now they can like change how they see you. And so he sees them again, and he kills all of them. So it was kind of a neat thing. That's like, oh, now we've gone back and like. He can see you through heat, but it's kind of shitty, like, 200 years yeah. ago. Yeah, unreliable. You know, yeah. you know what I, I did hope they, they would have, like, you know, I don't like too many callbacks, but um, they never had the scene where it's looking at you with its, like, cool infrared vision, and then it takes off its mask, and it just only sees red, which I thought was one of the coolest parts of the yeah. original movie. Yeah. Like, it's just such, like, a bloodthirsty monster. Right. It's yeah. like, pure, like never, oh. We've never really seen that image again of him. Of what the predator is actually seeing, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, but okay. So I want to talk about the finale because I had th- this is where I had the biggest problems. Um, so if you want to, I would recommend seeing this movie, especially if you're a fan of the Predator. It, it's pretty cool. There's some hiccups along the way, but I liked it. What do you guys? It's, would you guys recommend it's one it? One of the best. For, it's one of the best since like the second one. I think like it's it's better than every movie that's come out since Predator Two. So yeah, William. Yeah, yeah. I would say. It's definitely worth watching. Like it was, it kept me entertained the whole time, even though we had the questions that we were just kind of talking about. Kill scenes were cool, which is always fun. Um, Atmosphere was cool. I thought I really liked the opening. That was really fun. Um, Yeah, I would say watch it, even though there might be some things that you don't quite understand at the end. Also, maybe it's just me, but I do love like Native American stuff. I'm always like, oh, this is so cool. Maybe that's just like. Me well, as and a I lame think white person. Yeah. I think it's because we haven't that perfect. Exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's so, yeah, rare, rec- so when it comes up, yeah. So yeah, we all recommend it. So now we're gonna go into spoilers. So if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. But if not, this is where you take a break. So okay. So the finale of this movie I had kind of a problem with because Okay, so earlier in the movie, the girl, she falls into, like, a quicksand-type situation, and she, like, gets herself out. And then yeah, yeah. she, like, keeps that in mind. And so at the end, she, get, she gets a predator's mask. And in this timeline, like we said, his mask is a little bit more low-tech. So it has three dots that the predators all have, but it comes off of his mask. And then when he shoots, the mask follows the dots, or, the like, the bolt follows the dots. And so yeah. at the end, she sets it up so that the mask is aiming at the predator's head. And so he shoots the thing and it goes all around and hits the predator in the head. And that's how he dies. But why doesn't the predator know how his own equipment works? I know. It, it seemed like that would be an easy fix for him. Like he could have just raised his yeah. shield. Blocked like bullets. Yeah, it, it was it was a little bit like he was outsmarted a little too easily. Um, yeah, it, it, it felt like... Um, like, yeah, it's like you gave me a gun, even though I've never used a gun before. I do know which way to point it so I don't hit myself in the head. (laughs) So it was like, I was just like, wait, and it it just, I don't know. Because so much of the action is a bit underwhelming and the finale is no different where it's like, I don't know if you guys, but I was like, that's it. Yeah, it was just over. Yeah, Yeah. I I felt that. It was also, and I I understand why they didn't do it and I don't like seeing animals die in a movie, but the idea that her like little like companion hunting dog was right. totally unscathed. It's yeah, like, just I'm sorry, the predator would have just killed that thing as an afterthought as it was chasing yeah, her. Like yeah. it's yeah. It's I don't know. They almost made the predator a little too dopey at the end. He, and like yeah. it happens there there's kind of like and maybe this is going to what William was saying where like I, I guess does it doesn't feel like a real though. movie. Cause yeah. there's like a part where the brother and the sister team back up and they like stop the predator then the predator is right in front of him and he turns invisible. And so they know that the predator has turned invisible, but then they act like they don't know where the, like where they can't find the predator, but there's no urgency in like, Oh, we need to get the hell out of here. Cause he could be anywhere. Right. They have like this long, weird conversation where she, the brother's like, go, I go, I, this is where I end. And she's like, no, don't like, he's going to sacrifice himself. And then like, the predator barely does like the guy doesn't even turn around. The predator just stabs him in the back, and it just felt yeah. like, oh, you you spent the whole movie building up what a badass this guy was, and he doesn't even get like the Billy, who the, Billy's the one who like paints his face and then takes out the machete to fight the predator scene. It's literally the oh, yeah. weirdest death scene for one of the best characters. Right. Yeah, I don't, and like yeah, so much of the film feels like that, you know. Yeah, it felt like they were like just like building things up and just like it, it, it feels like they didn't really know if they wanted it to be like this like super sick like slasher action movie or if they wanted it to be like a character study. And it just kind of like they never really went off in like either direction. So it just yeah. kind of felt like it kind of, just like kind of clunky yeah. like story going on with like kind of so so action. And yeah, right. they didn't really pick which one they wanted to do. Yeah, and it's definitely carried by the characters because the characters, like I said, they're really good and the acting's great. Yeah. But like from the original Predator, like the whole, again, like once they meet the Predator, there's the whole section where they're trying to shoot it. They're trying to like explode it. They have a minigun and they just can't seem to hit it. So 
Arnold has to figure out like how to stop him without like how to outsmart him as opposed to how to outgun him. And so like there's a part right, where he's setting right. traps and like there's a part where the predator doesn't fall for a trap, which is one of the best scenes in the original movie. And this yeah. movie just it like it feels like they keep doing the same things and then eventually it just works. Yeah. Like so they're gonna no, get out of it no matter what. Yeah, so there's no real build or like excitement to like, oh well eventually they're just gonna keep like throwing the tomahawk and it's gonna hit them and it's like okay. Right. Yeah. Even when the brother died, I was like, this doesn't seem dangerous still. Like, he still seems <laughs> right. okay. Like, I don't know how. But which, is, which, is, which is weird because you would think, like, okay, it, like, it would build up his danger levels, but it almost, like, starts with him being kind of dangerous. Then he's the most dangerous thing alive when he's fighting, like, 30 Frenchmen. And then he goes back to, like, kind of capable again. Like, that, yeah. that is kind of the problem, you know? And I think maybe it would have made sense if he lost his mask and she's carrying his mask the whole time. So he can't really see, but they show him immediately get his mask back. Yeah, he just picks it up <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, so, like, there's no real, like, oh, well, why is he so damaged now that he's kind of acting like this? It's like, no, there's no real reason. He's just decided to do this this time. He, like, decided to, like, let her go for no real reason. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. he, like, landed on Earth and, like, didn't take a nap and just, like, started <laughs> yeah. going. He's like, we'll figure it out. This place seems shitty. It's cool. Yeah. If the Predators uh, are just hunters, this is definitely the divorced dad version of the Predators. Yeah. He's already there. <laughs> Aimed to commit suicide by Comanche. <laughs> yeah. He's, you he's like... Them. You got to grade on, on a curve, though. I mean, like, if you had seen The Predator, you'd understand what a huge improvement this movie is over it. Yeah. You know? well, and yeah. I think that that's, that is the hardest thing with, like, a movie. And, you know, and I commend the filmmakers for even attempting it. But that's the hardest thing about trying to make a sequel or remake of a perfect film. Like, you yeah. cannot get better than Robocop or, like, Predator, Total Recall, you know, or Citizen yeah. Kane. <laughs> I threw that I one in there like, for fun. <laughs> I, I recently just watched the um, the newest Texas Chainsaw that's on Netflix about oh, yeah. like that little ghost town, and I feel like it was like the exact same thing, mm-hmm. where it was just kind of like the death scenes were like badass, like they were so cool. There was some good atmospherics and like there were some funny moments, but yeah, I just kind of felt like this movie, like it just kind of felt like like how do you improve upon this perfect film, like without replaying through the formula, which you kind of can't. Yeah, and so it just kind of felt like really similar to that. Just kind of like, it feels like a a weird slideshow that kind of like hints back to a thing that we all kind of like in a package right. that sort of works, sort of doesn't. And well, if you want to hear me and Andrew's weird. thoughts on it, um, check out episode beep. I don't know the episode numbers, but we did do an episode on it. Oh, you guys did yeah. the, the one that's on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, because oh, we nice. did them all. Yeah, we did them oh, all. You, you got, got spared it, got from it. that one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is a rough ride. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that is another franchise that has two good movies and then countless terrible sequels. Other ones. Yeah. And it's another one, again, that's that's another one where it's like every sequel is just a remake of the original. Yeah. And I right, think, right. like, and I, now that I know that William hasn't seen Predator 2 in a while, I kind of want to do that one maybe later. So I don't yeah, want to talk about cool. it too much. But I will say, like, there's a reason that I like Predator 2 more. And it's not as good as the first one. But it goes a different way with a lot of the things, like with the tone and with the comedy and every. And also, this movie has that thing that like a lot of modern movies have, where there's like no jokes. Yeah, yeah. Although in this case, it's like you know, with the Native American thing, that that's kind of an excuse for it. I think. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's like olden people? times, and people are weird oh, about yeah. period pieces, like yeah, being too no, jokey. Yeah. Um, so I, I I understand that. I just wish they'd like gone all the way and made it totally austere, no English language. Yeah. No know. French. Yeah. Yeah. No French. But, like you could have the French, but almost shoot them like you never see any of the, any of their faces or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like she's just on like the edges of it. Not like she has like a full conversation with one. Like it's like just cut cut all that. Make it more like yeah. like go go all harder moved. into the revenant yeah. like vibes of just like endless wilderness you know right let's get terrence malick in here to do (laughs) (laughs) mickey rourke is just like i got cut out of this one too (laughs) (laughs) did you uh 
Do you guys know? I don't. I've never played it, but there is also like a 2008 or nine video game called Prey about a Native American fighting aliens, but not like predator aliens. Just oh yeah, I, I I bought that from GameStop and then I took it back the next day because it was kind of weird. But <laughs> I do remember that game. I do yeah, it, was one of those, it didn't like it didn't do well, but I was like, ah, yeah. it's, it's funny that it's like the, one of the few other Native American heroes fighting aliens in media. Yeah, well, yeah. and like. It's so funny because that when I was reading, I've read every Predator comic book for some reason, but there's this real good one, <laughs> and it takes place in Africa, and it's almost this exact same plot. Like the Predator comes to Africa, and then there's like this lone hunter, and he's out on his like rite of passage hunt, and then he runs into the Predator, and he like oh. has to go up against him, but like he figures out a way to outsmart the Predator using just his stick, and it's also like there's no dialogue in the whole comic. But also the comic's only like, I think it's like eight pages. So they're able to get away with that. Where this one, like, it made me excited because it's they're very similar ideas of like this kind of primitive tribe going up against a predator. But this one, like I said, it just like, there's so, like, there's not a lot of scenes where they're outsmarting the predator. It's more a lot of scenes where they catch the predator off guard. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's exactly what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, again, like I, I'm always down for um, for better for like genre movies. And like this one's pretty good. Like I enjoyed it the whole time. I definitely wasn't. Yeah, um, it, it's it is frustrating. You're like, oh, this could have like really been gold if like, right, they, like right. just tweaked a few things. But it is good. I mean, it's definitely not bad. It's not. No, not no, no. You know? Yeah, you, you're talking about how like the editing and the action scenes like kind of are like, oh, like, what are you trying to convey? Um, there's a scene in The Predator. Where it's Sterling K. Brown is the villain. Oh, yeah. The guy from This Is Us, where he's like, he like is wearing the Predator's like shoulder cannon thing. And like, it's it's all it's like a joke scene where he doesn't know that he's not using it right because he tries to shoot with it and it turns and accidentally shoots like through his head and like kills him. (laughs) But it's so poorly edited that it's like, it's like a half second scene. None of us knew he died until we looked it up later. Like after we left the movie theater, (laughs) we're like, was he not in the rest of the movie? It's like, it's, it's one of those movies where you're like, did they finish editing and shooting this? Like, it feels like a work print. Yeah. Yeah. And William... He is a major character. Like he, he is, is, he is a main. No. He is the main antagonist in the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like if halfway through Aliens, Paul Reiser just stops showing up in the movie, and you don't have any. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, yeah, he he jumped out of the fucking dialogue. Yes. I don't know what you want. Yeah. You just see him in the background, like kill himself or something. Yeah, that's how yeah, that yeah. Film. But yeah, no, that's and like hilarious. yeah. I love genre films. I thought this one was a lot of fun. I just like it's it's almost hard because you want to like it more. And I think like it's that yeah. thing where that's why this podcast is so fun because like talking it out. I definitely like you're able to kind of like figure out what doesn't work and what does work and why you know why it might not be as satisfying as you wanted it to be. Right, right. William, any last thoughts on the prey? Um. You know, honestly, when it comes to these movies that are coming out only on streaming services, I I hope that they kind of just get better. Like, I feel like yeah. that's kind of like a common complaint that you hear like all over the internet, and I think that no one really knows why. But I feel like this movie just kind of falls into that pitfall as well, where it's just like I don't know if it's just like the magic of going to the theater that is missing here, or if it's just like something is happening at all these like production companies where they're just like rushing stuff through. But I feel like this is one more movie that maybe suffered from, I don't know, having too much of an algorithm to see from like an audience and like not letting something be like a true vision maybe. Cause that's how it felt. It felt like just a bunch of different ideas that no one could really agree on to like see something through. And I I think that's my final consensus as to why this maybe didn't work as well, even though there was a lot of stuff good that was going for it. Well, and you know what? That brings up a very good point. And I wonder if, like, because clearly these movies are going through a little bit faster of a process because they're on streaming. And, like, well, me and William are both, uh, we've written scripts before. And I kind of feel like, William, you know how, like, you write a script and then um, you're like, oh, you're like, okay, this script is good. Like, it's good enough to show someone. And then you show to someone else and they're like, oh, you know that there's, like, kind of a huge, like, uh, 
plot hole in the middle of this. And right, it's like, right. You haven't seen it. Yeah. And you haven't seen it because you've been so like, it's been so close to your chest that you need to show it to someone else so they can read it back to you. Right, right. And I feel like because these movies are so rushed, they never get to that stage. Yeah, I agree. And so or, they kind of... Like, 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 like whenever we were talking about like how they would just like come and tell her like, you're, you're a woman, you can't, you can't hunt. Like it, it felt like, I don't know, it seemed like that might have even just been like a board decision where like someone came down and she's like, go ahead and put something in there that's about her not being able to be a hunter because she's a woman and bring it up a bunch of times, please. Like it just felt yeah. like so like, like someone came in and told them to do it this way as opposed to like exploring it in like a more meaningful way, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And I, and I wonder if it, cause it kind of felt, and I hope that I'm right about this, but it did kind of feel Americanized. Like when I was yeah. reading it, I was like, are, were Comanche tribes like super sexist? Like, I, I mean, I guess it would make sense, but I don't know. I, yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I know they, yeah, just, yeah. they definitely have different gender dynamics than like the. Well, North and I, yeah, because I know that like Aztec tribes, they the patriarchy wasn't really a thing. Like the the women had as much rights as the men. Like they weren't warriors, but they could own stuff. And so I wonder if it's like, did you really study this to make sure that it's correct? Because it kind of feels like this is white people talking. Yeah. Like it was like, like a point American. that was made for the white audience mm-hmm. at this point in time. Yeah. Which is exactly how Texas Chainsaw felt too. Right? right. Like all those plot points. It was just like, okay, these are the major things happening today. This is what everyone's yelling about on Twitter. So right. we'll go ahead and add these things in there. Like just yeah. every once in a while to stay relevant, but then it just makes everything seem kind of hollow because right. nothing really ever gets like discussed. Yeah, and I think, like, if they had just narrowed it down and not made it so much about how she's, like, maybe, like, it's that she doesn't, she can't be a hunter because she's inexperienced and she's a little bit younger, which are both things that come up in the film and kind of take out. And, like, so she has to prove it to herself and the tribe without there being, like, men literally saying, oh, you can't do it. I think maybe that would have helped it kind of be more streamlined, you know? Right, yeah, or at least like have them like be like, you can't go, and like she just like she just like sneak away, yeah, and, and like yeah, like they're really explored a little more if you're really gonna do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of in uh, you know in the Batman. If you I don't know if you've seen it, but when Catwoman's like all the rich white men making the decisions, I'm like, that's interesting. Are you gonna follow up on that? No, just this one line of dialogue in a yeah. three-hour film. <laughs> Which <Okay>. one? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they do that every time with Catwoman because in the Dark Knight rises like she's set up as like oh you're you're gonna ask yourself how you could survive in your prisms for so long you know and then she just falls in love with bruce wayne and doesn't it never comes up again yeah sorry (laughs) she's like yeah one percent twelve percent who cares i'm getting paid yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah no again i again i think overall it's good it's just like I just wanted it to be better. And I do. And I think maybe one of the things is I think the director could have made it better if he had just spent more time with it and really like streamlined it. Yeah, I think so. It just felt too all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's why we're here. And like on our podcast exclusive, we're always a little bit more like these are our initial thoughts. So maybe we'll watch it in a year and be like, actually, it's pretty good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I just watched this like literally two hours ago. Yeah, yeah, I watched it at four in the morning. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, oh, yeah, I hope you guys had a good time. Um, we are going to, oh, it's August, so more guests, and then we'll do our countdown to Halloween. Um, but yeah, come back next to next time on The Bomb Squad. Bomb. <laughs>